Welcome back to Beyond Bulbasaur. I'm your host, Kendall. With me from the What's McCracken podcast is Jordan. And hello. host of... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you said hello. <laughs> now I'm going to say the other things. And host of Creepy Critters and Alphabet Flight, Jesse Cooper. What's up, intro boy? All right. So today we are talking about Cacnea from Gen 3, the cactus Pokemon. Uh, it's a grass yeah. type. Um, so I liked the fire red uh, Pokedex entry. It prefers harsh environments such as deserts. It can survive for 30 days on water stored in its body. I guess that wasn't that good. Maybe it was just the one that lots of them had. Uh, based on a barrel cactus and a jack-o'-lantern. Oh, so I think it actually got it actually got a, a, a feature episode on the anime that I watched. Oh, uh, well, uh, I was just going to say, James had a cacnea. Like, it yeah. was his partner for a while. Yep. So, so uh, what happened in this episode, uh, first the cacnea shows up and saves him from Beedrill. Um, and then, and the, oh, and they run into a poacher who is stealing uh, Ekans's. I think specifically Ekans's, or maybe it's Ekans's and Coughings. And then yeah. tries to tries to steal Arbok and, and Weezing. My favorite moment in the episode is that the Ekans's are in a cage that's electrified, and Meowth just like grabs the cage and he's like, "I'm used to this electricity because of Pikachu." <laughs> um, and then they end up they actually end up having to release Arbok and Weezing because they learned from Ash, I guess. And it's and it's Gen three, so they can't you know they can't have yeah. old Pokemon. They got to focus on new ones. Well, they have to have a Surviper and uh, and Cacturn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eventually, well, yeah. I love I love how that this is. I think the second of James's Pokemon that get into habit of forcibly showing their love to James's detriment. He has very <laughs> Yandare of Pokemon because like. It, it, it was in the first anime with, with his vile plume, but we never saw it much because he didn't use it. But every time he did, he got eaten by it. Mm. But but Cacnea and I, I forget if it evolved into Cacturn form, but would always just like immediately jump at James's face to give it a, to give him a hug. Hey, I don't want to I don't want to burn any content later, but I just remembered the episode where uh, their Ekans and Weezings evolved, and it just like just I remember like tearing up at that episode at one point so well we can we we got ekans is coming up right around the corner so we can talk about that Uh, oh my god so i will say that cacnea is an example of a gen 3 design that i don't like and the sort of like the gen 3 design philosophy that i don't like you said uh on a previous episode that you thought uh chestnut looked like a like a champion version of Digi- Digimon. I feel like Cacnea looks like, like the, the baby form. The ba- yeah, like form. the baby form, which which was ripping off what everyone thought Pokemon looked like. So it's like mm-hmm. it's ripping off a ripoff of Pokemon. And I feel like there's a lot of Gen... There's a lot of, especially the low-level Gen 3, the, the or whatever you call it, the basic... Gen three Pokemon that have that look where they're just like kind of a blob with like some stuck some stuff. Uh, my sister uh, coined the term blue blobosaur, which uh, which was basically you know this is it's a blue blob. 
I mean, cacne is obviously a green blob, but you, well, you know, well, I would I would like to kind of rebut though um, with I think with poke well I, well I think like Gen Run Pokemon kind of stand out um, because a lot of times they do look a lot like what a animal would right, look right. like. But after that, I don't know if they could just got different designers. All of them look very similar to what a Digimon would look like. But if you look at Digimon designs and Pokemon designs, compare it to other like monster designs in Japan, mm-hmm. there tends to be an underlying design focus where they kind of start anyway, unless mm. you're looking at like Ten Tenkazami. cannot say that. Mm. Shinkazami Tensei, or however you say it. Uh, Shinigami Tensei. Yeah, Tensei. But, like, but like, you could probably, like, if you lined up some monsters from Yokai Watch and some monsters from the next, that supposed next gen Pokemon, and maybe throw some stuff from, like, the sixth gen in there, I'd probably not be able to tell the difference. So, I think I, that, I think a couple of the gens have distinct looks. So this is this is sort of my thought. I think Gen 1 has its you know Gen 1 looks like Gen 1. Like they're like you said, a lot of them look like animals, a lot of them are are so iconic that you can't you can't divorce yourself from that. Uh Gen 2 I feel like sort of has that same design philosophy. I think Gen 3 is where we see more of the 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 more generic blobbiness. And probably Gen 4 has some of that too. Although Gen 4, like I know I I played through Gen I played through Pearl version in a week, and that's my only exposure to like a game that was that where the Gen 4 Pokemon were featured. So like And then and then Gen 5, I think, has Gen 5 has its own design style as well, I think, because and it may just be because you only see the black and white Pokemon. Uh you know, sort of like, sort of like in Gen three, you only saw the Gen three Pokemon. Um, I think that um, Gen Gen seven has has kind of its own design philosophy, uh-huh. but that's only because they're now kind of they're they're not doing like all Japanese folklore and right. and stuff anymore. Like they're doing specifically Hawaiian, which yeah. meant that it did have to come with its own type of design philosophy. And I think that that's an ultra I think that that applied to I think that applied to Gen Six as well. Yeah, yeah it did. It applied yeah. to Gen Six, but um, but I my defense for Gen Three is they just it's the first Pokemon game on a new on a new system, new system. Mm-hmm. with completely new graphics, mm-hmm. and. It was one of the first times that they can do like better like coloration and stuff. And I will agree, some of the Gen Three stuff is look, it's a blob with some stuff on it. Yeah. But Cacturn, I mean not Cacturn, Cacnea. I don't like Cacturn that much, but Cacnea, sure, looks like maybe like a baby Digimon. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. It's a really well-designed baby Pokemon because you can tell what they're going with it. Yeah, they were doing basically a jack-o'-lantern cactus, and it looks incredibly adorable, and I love it, and I would hug it if it didn't poke me to death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can. I think. I think Cacnea is not, even though it's an example of the design philosophy that I don't like. It's not the most egregious one. Yeah, um, there's definitely other. There's definitely a more egregious ones in the third gen. 
Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I think the third gen was way more inspired than the second gen. Well, they, yeah, I mean, the second gen was a sequel. The second gen was a sequel, and if they had DLC at back then, it probably should have just been DLC. <laughs> like Black but, and White 2. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. But but I like... But, um, well, but also... Uh, I don't know if I'll be on for the other episodes with the people that with the Pokemon yeah. that would be in just the desert area. But I also re- I like most of the desert Pokemon mm-hmm. in yeah, Gen Three a lot. There's a, quite a few there that I liked. And and if I was and, able to not have if I was able to have ride Pokemon, I would probably have nothing but desert based Pokemon in that game. Mm. So yeah, I'm done. Um, <laughs> There is one thing I wanted to, uh, well, two, two things I want to say. Uh, the first thing is like when they went because this was like their first time of trying to do like a whole new thing. Uh, this is why in in uh, Gen three they try they had a lot of spots of Pokemon that were like oh but this is like their version of you know, like of Rotata or yeah. their version of Dugong and stuff like that. And with with certain things, I kind of see that understanding because it just, especially when they started to get into like Pearl and Diamond, where you actually see like regional differences or or you basically get this thing where it's like, it really does depend on where they grow, where they grow up or where mm-hmm. they are, are. And Seven... It, like even further takes that with like the Aloan forms of some normal po- like Pokemon you find other places yeah, just I... to show that just that you know environment has it's like it's like uh it's <laughs> it's like Darwin and, and the Galapagos, Galapagos Islands yeah. just going around and seeing how these Pokemon have learned to ch- mm-hmm. uh, learn to do things differently right but Cacnea is not that that's a good no. that's a good point like like We'll talk about in future episodes and in the very next episode, we're going to talk about an example of that. So we can talk about that, that <laughs> like why that sometimes is good then. But, uh, but I mean, yeah, you're right. Cacnea is, is a, a new, is certainly a new idea, um, which is, which is good. They, I mean, it, it is nice that cause, cause there is a lot of Pokemon that, that come out like the new, new Pokemon now, a lot of times are either it's the, you know, it's the new Pikachu or it's the new, uh, yeah. Or it's the new Pidgey or whatever. A lot of them are that, or they're, we've never made a Pokemon of a donkey before. Here's a donkey, you know, oh, but I, like, I like the donkey one. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm no, just I'm saying, <laughs> I'm just saying like, this is, you're making a good point. Um, that this is like a, it is a unique design. At least it's a at least it's a relatively original idea, especially for the third generation when they when they you know in some areas might have been running out of ideas. And the other thing I just wanted to mention was um, much you know much like uh, Ash James had to give up Cacnea at one point, but apparently he gave up the Cacnea to a gym leader, and that was Gar- uh, Gardenia. I'm not sure how you say her name. I all I remember is Gardenia is the one who when you fir- when you meet her when you uh, meet her and I think it was in like black and white she has a Bulbasaur that or a plant Pokemon that she specifically tells them to use Vine Whip on her. 
<laughs> like in her thing. And people were just making a lot of jokes about that. And the fact that we have a cacnea that hugs people with, with needles, I think it's very, 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 very much going in line with what people think. All right. Oh, sp- speaking speaking of, I, I need to make uh, next Pokemon game I get the chance to, I need to make the uh, Snuggle Me Forever team. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Cacnea and Mimiku is going to be on that team. All right. Sure. What about the stepping one? Mm, mm, I don't know. Does that count, or is that too painful? Too painful. No, no, okay. it has to be things that would be painful to snuggle, or needs okay. to be snuggled forever. All right. Okay. All right. Well, thanks a lot for listening, everybody. That, that'll that do for this week. Uh, we'll see you next time.